said I was going to be a millionaire in 12 months. And it's like, wait a minute. It's the same thing. The same thing again. That repetition. Repetition. You Getting, gotta, putting that time in. Yeah. You got you to fail forward. So. Yeah. And fail fast. Get out, get, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. get out the way. Get out the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just like, you know, all of our stories, all of our journeys. Mm -hmm. You know, especially creative journeys, you're going to you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. You know, so and, and that's okay. You know, so really put put your best foot forward. You know, take the best picture, best best video you can each mm -hmm. time. Look at it, get better. Same thing with food recipes. Cook the best, like it's your last. So yeah. just get better each day. So you only cook your last dish. You only cook your last dish. That's it. All day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Nisa. And I'm Tabari. The husband and wife duo behind Ginger and Carrot Productions. A creative agency telling captivating stories about food and culture. Food is life. It's history, culture, it's nourishment. But most importantly, it's delicious. In this podcast, we're cutting up with our friends in the industry who feel the same way. So join us for the most epic conversation about food you're going to hear today. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, really quick, I just wanna let y'all know that Ginger and Care Productions is accepting photography and videography clients. So if you have an epic food story that you wanna tell for your brand, your restaurants, your platform, then go to gingerandcarrot.com, fill out that intake form, and let's get started. Let's start the conversation. So I cannot wait to hear from you. All right, back to the episode. Chef Ryan, welcome <laughs> to Picture Your Authenticity. Um, for those of you that sleep under rocks, Chef Ryan is a chef to the stars. He is an influencer. He is a master chef. He has soul. Mm -hmm. He has charisma. Mm -hmm. He has flavor. Yeah. Something, y'all, LA folks. Ew. I said it. Not the top of the pipes. <laughs> you know who you are. Damn. You know who you are, how, LA how people. <laughs> you know who you are. Where is the flavor? Where is it? Yeah. I, I'm finding it. I'm finding it. This is the intro. I can't find it. Where is it? <laughs> Ryan found it. What's your excuse. We're definitely gonna talk about the 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 seasonings blends that you gave us. We'll, we'll circle back. We're gonna circle back to that. Yeah. So how you yeah. doing? Hey, gotta circle back to the seasonings. That's where it all starts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure you got a wording. We was like, we had, we already talked about it later the whole time. Make sure you got a more wording. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely go, feel going like in LA. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely left Atlanta, left the flavor wow. for the beach. Like I feel like that was I didn't I knew there would be a trade-off. I didn't know nice. what the trade-off would be. And then I found out that it was this flavor. Was it was the flavor. Where's the flavor? That <laughs> is right. I don't know what happened. You, you, you gotta bring it with you. 
Right. You, you gotta, you know, drag it, drag it from the south, drag it over here. Come <laughs> on, come here. <laughs> I will say, um, so now it's time to go back to the season. We're certainly not. <laughs> just a quick, but you gave us, we had two of your, your rubs so far. And everybody yes. should get in, in on this because, you know, we, we we like to eat. Us here in this this family, we like to eat. We like flavor. <laughs> and you had, right now, you're two for two with the bangers for the seasonings. First one, that was the Creole seasoning we had. Which one yes. Had? The Nola Creole. Yes. yes. That one was amazing. We put it on everything. 10 out of 10. We put it on everything. <laughs> we put it on eggs. We put it in our ramen. We put it on chicken. We put it on beef. Every, everything. I was like, Salad. And then the second one gave us the coffee one. I was like, it's, it's saying on the thing it's supposed to go for this, but can I do it for seafood? It's saying it for this, but can I put it over here? And I put it on everything, and it's great on duck. It yeah. is great on the duck. It's great on duck. I did a, um, a rub and let it sit while I was like doing other stuff and getting my fries and everything ready. And it's it gives us. Smoky flavor, and the coffee's yeah. not too much. It's just you got a taste hint of nice, coffee, yeah. nice and subtle. I don't taste nice, the nice and subtle. That's what it is. Yes. But, I mean, you you mentioned seafood. You, you think like sea bass. Think like salmon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Those two items. Uh, more meteor fish, uh, like mm-hmm. a tuna, like a monkfish. Those things mm-hmm. really go well with the um, with the coffee. Okay. Yeah. Her. It was because I was like, it was really amazing. I was really blown away because we have our own season. We try to do all, we can do our own things. Sometimes we just like stuff. Just like sometimes just salt, pepper, and garlic. And this is like that's the way to go. But it just doesn't compare. And you know, we we primarily shop at Whole Foods because that's what's closest mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. And we have seasoning blends from there. Mm-hmm. It does not. Yeah. It pales in yeah. comparison. I'm telling you. Like you have, you better get you one of these. Like you, you got, you got to get one. Oh, two or three. Hurry up! The price probably don't go up. Hey, you know what I mean. The branding might shift. You never know. You never know. You know. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. So (laughs) daily. (laughs) I want to give a little context, and then we. I want to just hear your experience now that we're we're not done with the project yet. We're still like editing the photos and whatnot, but we're we're kind of we're kinda in down, post production. Yeah, we're in, kind of going downhill. So we're working with. Um, I guess I can talk about what we're working on. And just keep it like a secret project. No, we can talk about it. Okay, let's so talk about let's it. talk about talk it. about so this. Chef Ryan is talking about is making a cookbook, and I cannot wait for it to come out. Mostly because I want to see. Um, the recipes and like actually see them out and see it done and be a part of the project. I also want to see our 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 imprint. <laughs> like our, that hits. Yeah, so we yes. spent the last month, I mean a couple of weeks doing like one full shoot a week, like four different sessions. Well, five different sessions actually, but that last little bit we had to get, and we took photos of about eighty something dishes. <laughs> it was definitely a hundred. So a hundred? Yeah. It was. I think it was about a hundred. Yeah. We didn't do all the basics. We no. take all the basics. So it was about eighty somewhere was in there because I remember I looked at all those. Like, okay, we're doing this thing that day because that was my that was my task to keep us kind of at least on track to remember what we had to do and what we didn't do and whatnot. And so I was I counted them a couple times. Like this is like eighty something. <laughs> 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 you were like, yeah, we good. So we spent it like twenty each day, roughly. 
and kind of yeah. pretty, pretty much stayed on track. There was yeah. a couple stragglers, like, but there was like a handful of stragglers at the end, which we were able to do. It was really a, su a supply chain. Issue. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Private one, not so. Yeah. Yeah, we did that and was not only was it one of the most creative and something that we wanted to do since we started doing food photography um, a year ago. <laughs> not a year ago now. But also we got to eat just amazing just food, food for like a, like a month. Yeah. Yes. And I, I was like, we didn't have to cook as much. I was like, bro, this is the uh, nothing else. <laughs> it, was, it was not. It was not Chef Ryan. I don't know where she. No. <laughs> it's just not endorsed by Chef. <laughs> I cannot do it. You set the it. bar, Chef. Like everyone else has to be there, or it's, 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 it don't work. I literally, I'm like, if we could just get three more Chef Ryan's, like I literally put you as like the prototype. For People <laughs> like, who's your ideal client? I was like, probably another Chef Ryan. Another <laughs> Chef. Hey, we set the bar. We set the bar high. So yeah, you, you set the you set the, definitely. Yeah. They gotta follow. Yeah. So, so tell us from your perspective mm -hmm. how we came into your world, even if you're literally telling the same exact story. But like, yeah. we'd love to hear from you how we got connected and how you decided that you were gonna work with us. Well, it it all started in the summer. Summer <laughs> from Chef Lenore, Chef mm -hmm. Lenore from Barsha. She made the connection. Uh, for Juneteenth, you know, I got the word that you guys were looking for black chefs to uh videography for for Juneteenth. So okay, shit, let's do it. Yeah. Um, that which was a fun experience as well, you know. Yeah. So if, if people don't see that video, they can go on Instagram, YouTube, and still see it. Still mm -hmm. see the work that you guys put together and uh transpired to really create something great. Yeah, that was a fun experience. Those those are yeah. fun features, activations. We're still doing, we're <laughs> still doing yeah. them. It's it was the launch of like, oh, this is this makes That's sense. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. But I mean, but in, in in that and within shooting that, you know, you you got you got to pay attention to the chemistry, mm -hmm. which was important. Which was important for even shooting the cookbook, the chemistry of it all. Sure. You know, do they love food? It's just a, a photo session. Let's shoot some photos. All right, bye. Peace. We done. We out. But knowing that you guys are into food, knowing that you guys are passionate about food, that made the job easier for me to really put out great dishes because you saw the vision as well. Mm. Not, not only did you see the vision, you added to the vision. Oh. So. Wow. How so? How so? Come on. <laughs> That's the gem. That's the gem. <laughs> That's the gem. <laughs> but yeah, how would you say we add it to the vision? Well, I mean, just knowing knowing your history as well. Okay. You, you guys come from come from a restaurant background. Mm -hmm. ATL. Yeah. Outside. So <laughs> we we both did the ATL. So you know, let's bring ATL together on this project. <laughs> yeah. So true. Wow. Yeah. That's what because that is that is why that is yes. The through line. That is All those things. Why, why, why we do it, it's also being able to transfer, like, I think about this sometimes, it's taking the experience that we had, which were not all positive in the restaurant industry, and, like, using the best of that and then moving forward, because there is, there is, there is something special about that camaraderie of a kitchen. Yeah. You know what I mean? The closest I can think about it is, like, athletes, because they work together, you know what I mean? They, they went, like, win, lose, draw, 
they're in there together, they're like practice. The only thing necessarily we don't do is like athletes is like practice. I mean, but some people do practice outside of that stuff and then come on. If you want to do professionally, practice? yeah, if you want to become professionally, like you would be doing some stuff like that. So it's really nice to hear that. It's really awesome to hear and validating rather to hear that that experience comes through. So where you saw like, well, I don't have to sell them on these dishes. I can just, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have to sell them on the lobster cappuccino. They can put it down. They can be like, I saw it. I was like, what is this? You were like, just wait and see. I was like, oh, you got something. (laughs) (laughs) And what I like too is that, you know, this is a cliche thing to say, but like, we've had a lot of food. We've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of food. Mm -hmm. You know, I've read a lot of cookbooks. These recipes are genuinely unique. Mm -hmm. There's genuinely things in here that you have not tried before, that you have not seen before. And Mm -hmm. whether you're a beginner and you're like, I'm ready to cook, I'm tired of Mm -hmm. I'm tired of chicken breast, broccoli, and potatoes, (laughs) or if you're already a home cook and you're like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm ready to explore other things. I want to try new things. Right. There's probably something in this cookbook for you. Or if you're tired of bland food. <laughs> There's something here for you. Everything that is for you if you're tired of bland food. Because mm-hmm. I think it's so easy to just keep doing what you know. We do that too. Mm-hmm. Where it's so easy to just get the same things week mm-hmm. after week. Because you right. know what works. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to shake things up. Mm-hmm. And this cookbook is just that. Yeah. It's going to yeah. shake things up oh, yeah appreciate that that's, that's, that's validating that's, that's <laughs> i mean because i think you know since since moving here mm-hmm. uh i think you see people try to put you in a box yeah. yes from the south you cook cajun food you cook barbecue yeah you know and there's more to that you know so in in this cooking you, you get to see how we mesh southern food and creole food and california cuisine all the ethnicities all around it that really make up this book it's talking about your journey yeah. from from the start to now mm. so that's what that's why you, you know these recipes really have something to say you know have something to say for people who use the recipes in their kitchen mm-hmm. you know flavors that they may not experience oh this is new you know it's something not to be intimidated by because mm-hmm. you know it may feel like oh i don't want to mess this up so i'm not going to do it but it's easy it's easy to transpire and really easy to follow for for anyone any cooking level whether you're beginning whether you're intermediate you know you can do it and it's okay to mess stuff up yeah like we were following this um i think he's taiwanese this taiwanese chef home cook but he's very, very popular online. Oh, yeah. And he made something and it looked amazing, but it looked complicated. I mean, all his recipes mm-hmm. are complicated, I'm not going to lie. And I was like, man, like that looks amazing, but I'm definitely going to mess that up. And he responded back within seconds. He was mm-hmm. like, mess it up. That's the point. Like, <laughs> you have to mess it up. Like, yeah. it's still worth doing. And eventually it's just going to work out. And then that's how that's it. like, I just needed to, I was like, damn, like, you're right. Like I literally stopped myself from doing something mm-hmm. because I thought I was going to mess it up. And it's like, of course you're going to mess it up. It's your first time doing it. Like that's just yeah. such a ridiculous expectation to even have. Right. Well, I mean, it, and then, you know, well, 
for, for myself, it goes back to culinary school. That's one of, one of the first things you're told is the first thousand don't count. <laughs> so it's yeah. repetition, repetition, yeah. repetition. So if, if you're afraid to mess it up, how can you repeat three steps? How can you get better in the techniques mm. to really be a better cook? Exactly. That's that same, that same mentality I had when I started my, those few steps. Cause some, cause some people take steps into a thing and it's like, I'm going to do this. And they're serious about it and they go. Some of us have to take certain steps and get bigger and bigger steps. Mm-hmm. That, that bigger, that bigger step to step into a, being a photographer was when I realized or ex- adopted the mentality that those first like 10,000 photos were going to be trash. Right. And I already, that was counting photos I already taken too. So I was like, okay, cool. I've been taking photography, I've been photography for a couple of years now. I can probably take 2,000 photos probably already done already. If not, I can certainly say about 2,000 photos. Okay, cool. And we said do 8,000. So I had like, I think I had like a year planned out where it's like, if I took a certain amount of photos each week, by the time next year, I've like gotten through that, at least the first like 5,000, 7,000 like photos, get to the 10,000. I think I landed around like six or seven. Oh, wow. Um, but I, I wanted to like get out. I was, went like, and I also had like way too much time on my hands, and I was my living situation wasn't really ideal. So I want to be in the house simply. So I was, I would like spend all day out or Mario or go to some place and just spend all day walking around and taking photos and taking photos with the knife looking down the, um, looking to the viewfinder. Yeah, just trying different stuff out. And I find myself doing this stuff now more so in the kitchen where now I bake, now I bake bread. I've been baking bread. Right. Yeah. I made some, I mean, I started with some biscuits. I, I wanted some biscuits one morning. I was like, <laughs> you know, bread in here. You know what I mean? It's like, we just, we just went shopping. So I go back to the store and we get just for the toast. And so I was like, okay, a little bit of flour. And this is cookbook. This is, um, baking book. This complete book of bread. I've, I've seen just, I had it out and I had it next to us. I'm getting, like a month and i was like okay today's the day i need some <laughs> i want some fucking biscuits so I, I put a little too much flour on them at first they still taste good but they were a little smaller mm-hmm. um but next time i made them they were they, they were bigger and they were fluffier and they had the nice crusty edge and i'm like hooks and i made some cuban bread and then i made some hamburger buns for us that we made sandwiches and i'm like hooks i got the yeast the flour you know what i mean i i am obsessed with it right now and it's had i been scared to burn the bread or you know what i mean it's like you wouldn't have started or had i just been scared because it's okay to be scared and still do something yeah like fear yeah, exactly. you know, that's the mean of being brave yeah so, yeah it's so interesting the same thing with business yeah. it's like you go into your first year and you're like why am i not elon musk <laughs> right well, it's- said i was gonna be a millionaire in 12 <laughs> months and it's like wait a minute it's the same thing the same thing again that repetition repetition you Getting, gotta putting that time in yeah you gotta you gotta fail forward so yeah and fail fast get out, get that first one yeah. fail. Get out the way yeah i mean just just like you know all of our stories all of our journeys mm-hmm. You know, especially creative journeys, you're going to you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, so and and that's okay. You know, so really put put your best foot forward. You know, take the best picture, best best video you can each mm-hmm. time. Look at it, get better. Same thing with food recipes. Cook the best, like it's your last. So yeah. it's get better each day. So you only cook your last dish. You only cook your last dish. That's it. <laughs> All day, every day. 
everything about that time when I have a question for you real quick. I don't tell this quick story, but I made I tried to make some peanut sauce. Oh no. Oh, Why did you <laughs> <make some laughs> Anyway, I told the story. I tried to make some peanut sauce and it was we didn't have all the ingredients we necessarily needed, but I tried it. I was like, try it. It was terrible. The worst thing I've ever done. Like I yeah. feel like <laughs> There are some recipes where they're like, oh, it would be nice if you do some extra garlic and you'll be fine if you don't yeah. have it. This peanut sauce recipe was not needed one of those. Re- you needed every little ingredient. Yeah. And if you didn't have it, it was going to taste like garbage. And I'm pretty sure that that's why it didn't turn out because we yeah. omitted probably a solid 30%. Because it's oh. For me, it's only a fail if I can't eat it. We couldn't eat it. You know what I mean? That's it really was, it. It was it was weird. I've, I've over I've over salted steak. You know what I mean? It's something you can do to kind of cut the to not taste the salt. But if it's like if I can't eat it, it's the absolute fail. And I had I had to think about it. I had I really had to sell myself. And the, the, the crazy part we didn't even want to throw it away. It just so it's sad in the fridge for like <laughs> for like weeks. I was like, we need to throw this peanut sauce out. I was like, out. it's too soon. I can't even touch it. It's not even having withdrawals. Yeah, I'm over just get just yeah. You know I mean, but it's like that happens for a lot of people in life. Period. You know what I mean? I speak for myself too. Like you're gonna try something and something like that happens at your first try out, and you don't want to touch it. Why again. would I ever put myself in a situation again? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that, but it's like there is a certain level of audacity, like to think that I could do something that I'm good at and get better at it and have the life that I want to live. Like that's. I think it takes a certain level of, I don't want to say, crazy sounds, it's, it's like. It's a risk. It's certain of like, fuck it. I'm like, what's the, what do I have to lose? You Shit, have to like, have that validation of knowing that there's something else on the other side. And I feel like you and I have had enough um, evidence to see, oh, there is something on the other side of this like really hard thing. And if you don't have that evidence, you can't see it until mm. you're just like in your struggle bubble. But when you know, oh, well, I've done something like hard before and it sucked, but then it got really good after that. If you know that that's a possibility or, or if that possibility is dramatically improved from mm. your current situation, then you're like, well, I just at least I kind of want to find out. Yeah. 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 N- nothing to lose. Yeah. Nothing, nothing at all. I mean, what was what's the what's the worst that can happen? That yeah. you're in the same situation that you're already in. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, don't look at it as if you're failing. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't fail. We learn. Mm-hmm. Learn so many different things, so many different aspects about what we do. So it helps helps us look at us mm-hmm. and our characteristics. You know, not just that craft, but the patience, the persistence the consistency through us to really make these things better. Take us, take us through a little bit of, because we, we know already, we talked about this, but take us a little bit about when you were starting out and you were struggling and like, well, I don't know if you're struggling or not, but I assume you, you, were, tra- you were training on some stuff that you made some mistakes. So what was it like for you? Like what kept you, what kept you going those times we're in? You might have had doubts, or do you have any doubts? I mean, yeah, I've had doubts. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had doubts in the in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, really sitting there and looking at myself, just wondering, okay, what what did I just sign up for? 
<laughs> like because it it was intense. You you walk in there and it's just in, intense. This is back in the day when kitchens were raw and real. Mm-hmm. You know, say what you want. You know, there was no political correctness. Mm-hmm. None of that. Chef says it, how, and that's how it went. Yeah. So you work in the restaurants in New Orleans, and you're doing heavy covers. Mm-hmm. You know, you figure trying to figure out okay. Can I can I make it through this? Can I get to the next level? Mm-hmm. Can I get around around all my stations? And each each day gets tougher and tougher uh, as the day goes on. So you kind of question yourself: Am I good enough for this? Mm. But if if it I, if I didn't remain persistent, I would have bowed out and probably did something else. But you you live to see another day. You you fail, you live to see another day. You get um burn marks on your arms you know, <laughs> it happens you live to see another day yeah you know um which is always an, another story because you yeah, you, you, don't, you don't feel it until the night's over <laughs> right <laughs> are you busy in there sometimes yeah yes. <laughs> how did you i guess where's that 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 tenacity come from because you're like if i hadn't stuck it out like how did you did you have a time where you're like, I if I if this person if I if I pick up one more dish if I drop one more spoon I'm out of here, or <laughs> like I guess how did you? Well, how did you keep going if it when they got there? What? Well, I mean, it, it comes back to to growing up. Is growing up, you know, you playing sports, mm-hmm. growing up, somebody's gonna be better than you. Yeah, you're not going in all the time. All these things, you know, you 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 go back and you fight harder. You fight harder. You know, the same thing applied to to the restaurant world. You know, each night is gonna be not it's not gonna be a great night. Yeah. So you come back the next day, do your best, and really learn from your peers and really try to rally around them to help get them to help you elevate your skills, or vice versa. Because I I was in a position where I was the youngest in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh I, I could be 1920 everyone's 26 27 28 right grown years beyond years groomed yeah. looking at you like okay you know let's, <laughs> let's help them out you know mm-hmm. uh let's help them out where we can but mm-hmm. he has to do it on his own okay? right you know you know when i got to that age i had to do the same thing mm-hmm. for the young ones coming up so you know you kind of give them advice on different things to help them succeed, but you let them fail on their own and eventually they learn. Man. Yeah. That's the, that's definitely, that's definitely admirable mm-hmm. to have it out and just say, oh, well, I just want to keep, I just want to keep trying. You know, like there's, there's something really, not something that, that is a really admirable trait to have. And I find myself, trying to get back to that more, more so maybe I give myself a harder time than I need to. Cause we're still doing this. I haven't given up. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's really admirable to want something at a young age to go for it and not stop until your cookbook's about to come out. Like, <laughs> you know? I think it's that law of polarity thing. It's like, the one thing that I do appreciate from times of like high pressure is that they, it's so clarifying. Mm -hmm. It's so clarifying to know like, well, I'm in this high pressure situation. 
usually because I chose to, because there's something out of this experience that I need. Mm-hmm. Usually the experience in itself, maybe it's the knowledge, maybe it's the proximity to a particular person or a mentor, but you're like, I'm going to put myself in this tough situation because I really need this connection, these learnings, this information, this experience. And I'm doing this because once I have this experience, then I'll have this skill set. Once I have the skill set, these opportunities open up. Right. And then when you're on the other side of those opportunities and your life is effectively transformed because mm-hmm. of it, you don't really look back and go, remember how hard it was? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Like when yeah. I think about those days when I was working in fine dining and going to college and everybody was smoking and drinking after work and I had to go home right away mm-hmm. to go to sleep because I had class at like class at 9 a.m., meaning Ooh. I had get up and I have to be like ready to absorb you know what I mean like that's different and I was just like I don't think I could ever do that again mm-hmm. but I I rarely think about the fact that I did that all I all I am is present in my current reality yeah, yeah. so it's just so interesting like it would it would be easy to kind of villainize times like that yeah. where you're just like grinding really hard but when you're on the other side, you're just on the other side. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, within reason, of course. But it, it makes you better mm-hmm. because you, you you prepare for those situations. Look at look at the cookbook shoots. Yeah. We did what three to four months work mm-hmm. in one month. Yeah. Yeah. Push push through it. Push hard. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you pushed for that because we were like, he took time. He was like, no. I'm trying to get it out like this, like four, four, four shoots. And I was like, okay. And, and it's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm so glad we did. And it was like, it was like long days, but it was like the, still like the most fun. It went by <laughs> so fast. It went yeah. by really Yeah. Fast. Yeah. He was in the kitchen. I was like, you need, you need, me, you need some help. You just do some help. Like, <laughs> what was funny was the host of the peer space. Yeah. I was like, he doesn't even know. He's about he is about to walk in, and there were a couple of times where they came in, and it was like, oh, that looks good. Look oh, how, how was today? What's y'all making today? Oh, and I yeah. felt like they were like plotting their lunch. <laughs> but they end up with stuff. We, we got a lot of food. We yeah. Some dessert. They didn't get no dessert stuff. So I, we took all. I was <laughs> like, no. <laughs> the only child in me popped up. I was like, actually, I'm not sharing. <laughs> yeah each 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 moment was it became more and more intense yeah i think the, the most intense days were the the pastas and grains yeah yeah they just felt intense like okay yeah let's let me push through this but those were the best shots yes <laughs> those like as all the, that that's where our artistic yeah like we really got to show like flex it was like mm-hmm. all of the experience all those photos we took in the beginning before mm-hmm. we even met like all those like avant-garde things that mm-hmm. we never get the chance to do for clients because they're so married to their brand yeah that day was the day that we were like it's time it's like we really got to go all the way technical and do some really fun things and. Mm-hmm. 
it's like more than anything you could even buy this cookbook if you just like looking at nice pictures like you just want to be inspired like even if it's not even if you're not a home cook there's something valuable there and so as crazy as that day was it was Mm -hmm. like that was probably one of my best my favorite days for Mm -hmm. film yeah yeah that's kind of the it's like you were saying too it is a trust on both our sides it's yeah mm-hmm. y'all vision too y'all add it to the vision because the plating is like all of you you know yeah. <laughs> the, la- the plating the how it's gonna what flavors go together the seasonings how like, the all, colors. Like, all that stuff, all that stuff yes. you know, it's, and there was a couple times where we were like or Lisa was like keep it in a skillet hey like you know I got you right here. Bring bring it over here. Stupid. Bring the raw right here. So it was like, I was definitely <laughs> the most director <laughs> I have yeah. ever was on mm. that set. Like I was loud. Mm. I was bossy. Mm-hmm. I was definitely like, and you you have to be because mm-hmm. you only have one shot. It's yeah. like it's yeah, like, that's it. Disintegrating product. So you have to, as soon as you have an idea, you have to jump mm-hmm. on it. Better, I always say better to have it than not have it. Yeah, but it'd be right. like, eh, right. it's gonna work out. I mean, you know, what I mean, having us at those times because there was like any kitchen, it's at the ebbs and flows. You know, what I mean, it was one time where like you had dish coming out like this, we had to we didn't we had to go kind of move, but then it was like a little more downtime while the next thing was going. Okay, cool. Now we can get the like the interactive quote unquote messy shots. Now we can play a little more on this thing here, pick the noodles up over here, or cut this piece. You know, what I mean, just to kind of see how we would come and put our actual. Our spin, our flavor on it, actually. Our mm. our uh, photo salt, as you can call it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> our and salt. And it was just such a rewarding experience. And I'm really proud of the work that you did and the reaction that you, that, that you got out of it, like you gave us from that. Like and the was trust, like, really. Yeah. yeah. There's so much trust mm-hmm. and it just, for us that was that was the other side like Mm -hmm. that that was the other side we were like wow like all of our experience in ginger and carrot Mm -hmm. all of the other offers we've sold all the other shoots we've done the process like Mm -hmm. it streamlined our process so much it it was a test for our current process to show how efficient it is Mm -hmm. and that was so validating to be like Mm -hmm. we know how to do like we know how to take this huge volume and make it organized and not miss anything and make it easy for you mm-hmm. and understand and like to be able to do that over and over again just it that made us feel like a real agency it's like had we had had three or more people on the set i would have known exactly where they should go yeah. and that yeah. was a really validating thing so take us through a bit of the the flavor profiles and how you chose certain dishes like, you know because you probably have some favorites so you like are waiting to do this for years but take us a little bit there's a lot of fa- uh, favorites yeah. throughout that book mm-hmm. like the uh trish lectures yeah. yes 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 praise uh, <laughs> <laughs> that translation oh my god well i i would fight somebody over that yeah. really i weird. would i would risk jail time yeah. i would we had to be very specific about how we were divvying up the food that we it was the most communicative we, we had to did. be so careful 
<laughs> we did. Wait, I'm eating my half right now. Okay, right? Cool. This right. is your one. Don't right. touch oh. it. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so the translation, like I mean, the whole the whole Middle Eastern effect to that, you know, um, mm-hmm. more so much of a baklava yeah. in the in the translations. Mm. You know, that was the whole idea uh, behind that. It gives you something different, gives you something unique, but it's, it still looks familiar at the same time. Right. So that's that. That's the that's the uh, the area I want. I really want to push towards really creating this dish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm literally having like. I'm thinking, um, now I gotta think. Now, <laughs> desserts were definitely all around bangers. I gotta say, the most the one that blew my mind the most was the lobster cappuccino. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't ready. For that, and then when I asked you about it, because it's cheaper, Dave, you were just you'd be a coy. You were like, "Would you wait and see?" I was like, <laughs> um, "Yeah, and taste about it." Damn, pick one. This is okay. That's the hard part. That's, yeah, I did love the pork belly. Pork belly was great. The pork belly was just like I kept going. I kept going back to it. Like back mm-hmm. when I was in the tech industry, we had this phrase. That we would say it's like what people say they would do is mm-hmm. not the same thing as their actual behavior. Right. So you can't ask them, what would you want? You have to put something in front of them and just watch to see what they do. And that's mm-hmm. the real data. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they would do or they think they would do one thing, but they're actually doing another. Mm-hmm. Same thing with hiking. It's like there's a path, but then there's this like unofficial path and that's what mm-hmm. we're really doing. <laughs> and it's the same thing and like, you know, pretty much everything was just like amazing and we like cleaned our plates. But it's like, of I, I course, there are certain dishes that you keep coming back to, yeah. or you, right. you're like, when it runs out, you're like, is that one out? Like, it's the like. One, definitely one of those for me that made me say, oh, that was gone, was a Korean fried chicken. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would say that and the. Creole ramen, Kumo Yamaki. Was it? Oh, that yeah, was the yeah. Yakame. Yeah. That's, I was like, How is that fucking, you. you making ramen? He was like, yeah. And, 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 and like, he was like, he was like, <laughs> like, I would be like, what are you doing over there? He'd be like, mm-hmm, yeah, you know what it is right now. It's like, Creole ramen, rolling, what? So, yeah, my boy's going off in the kitchen now. It's really, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's that, uh, that aspiring dish you, you grew up on. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. You see some classics in there. You know, people in the South, people in New, especially in New Orleans, they know what Yakamane is. Yeah. You know, we had that classic. We had the gumbo. That's a classic. We had the, the jambalaya. Yeah, bangers all around. Banger. Yeah. That was a banger. Would you say you have a? If you had a, would you have a sig? Uh, <clears throat> would you say you have a signature dish? Or what, what would that be? If you had to pick one. It's not. Was it in the book or not? Damn. Um, that's that's a good question. That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the the cappuccino turned into a signature dish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was an impromptu dish at a dinner party. 
impromptu. Oh, wow. really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it'd be the stuff that you even did. You just come up with a like, I'm just gonna talk real quick. I'm just gonna do some stuff <laughs> together. And you're like, wait a minute, hold on, let me get something. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Interesting. Okay. I yeah. can definitely get as a signature disc because I aesthetically it's if it, if it walked in a restaurant, it would people would turn their heads. Like you know, people would order yes. that. Just, what was that over there? Like, oh, that's a lot of cappuccino. Yeah. What's, what's that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Let me let me find that. Yeah. You have to ask about it. You can't be like, oh yeah, I heard that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You literally didn't. Lies. They they gonna say they heard of it <laughs> just to say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I read about that. When? Where? <laughs> it's like, like you had sparkling water for you came out here. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, or or you you look at the uh, the yuzu and Seven Up pound cake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, right I love when people take like corporate stuff yeah. like sodas mm -hmm. or certain candies and turn it into something fun mm -hmm. i yeah. love that like everybody loves seven up but we try yeah. to like you know <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let's be mindful of our digestion and it's mean... like what if you could still have it and you're like <laughs> Like if somebody put Fruit Loops on the menu, like of course I have to have it. I try it out. Of course I do. There's a donut shop in Atlanta called Sublime Donuts. Yeah. And they do wow shit like that. They had like a Frosted Flakes, oh, like a something Fruity Pebbles. Oh yeah. Uh, donut, and it was amazing. Like killer. Was, killer. Where's the donut shop? Killer. Like? I mean, who does that? I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile here, like the donuts out here, it's a company. There was a I forgot what it's called, Holy Tarot or something like that. It's, it's a donut, I think it's a food truck, or at least a pop-up. It's a food truck, and they do... Like the elevated the, donuts? The tarot, they do, uh, tarot root donuts. Remember the one we had? And then the little okay. box. Yeah. yeah. And they have them out here, and they had some, it was like a salted, like a salty caramel, which is like one of my favorite. If, if it's like salted caramel, maybe I'm probably going to order it and just like stop thinking. It was, they had, <laughs> they had a donut like that, and it was... Small donut, like well, the, the presentation, the boxing was amazing. It looks like a like a wedding ring box. They're definitely up. going for like luxury. Yeah, like, and it was really, yeah. it was really, really good. But it wasn't. I like what I like about the movement away from certain starches or vegan, or is to find other ways and like highlight those things. I mean, that's what that is. You right. know, yeah. people we use flour because it does this. People can use this, but it's when you start to make vegan bacon and it looks like like some kind of jerky or something like that then i'm like now we're kind of getting away from it like the impossible burger is i don't know what they got going on over there but i don't know what they got going on because I, I tried it recently and i was like it do taste good i don't know if i would have been food if i didn't know about it but i'm also not confident if you if you didn't if you didn't tell me what i know uh-huh I, I was now I'm now I'm like a little that's a little unnerving. <laughs> <laughs> but stuff like that to me is really exciting to like to explore other ways. Yeah. Right. There's lots of veggies that you just highlight on their own, you know, broccoli and like this just do this by itself or elevate this to a certain level versus trying to make it something else that it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's... but then you have that lane like here we are with the lobster cappuccino where it's it's not a cappuccino, but like but it is. 
Mm-hmm. But it's not trying to be a cappuccino. It's not serving. It's not serving at the coffee shop. It's like, a cappuccino <laughs> in the sense, in the experience. It's yeah. like here I have this base thing that's mm-hmm. like the the concentration and the plate, and then the here I have the top. cream on top, right? And then and it's that's the experience, and so mm-hmm. it's like again, it forces you to ask about it, and yeah. I love I love food that invites curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, yeah. as it should be, you know, you know, everything's visual. Yeah. You, to eat, you even when you cook at home, everything's visual. So lobster cappuccino was a visual aspect to where uh when I first did it, they thought, okay, are we having dessert before we have dinner? <laughs> uh no. <laughs> but they have lobster. So once they got a hold of it, it, it was just a mesmer- mesmerizing experience to where there's pure silence at the table. Mm. Never better. Nothing. Yeah. That is so validating, that is actually. The because what I love is just the right amount of suspicion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this guy doing? I love that. <laughs> because then when it hits, it hits extra hard. It's just like, Oh, it's like they were all like so you took them on a journey because yeah. yes. they doubted you for just a little bit, and then they're like, "Wow, it's just like over the moon now because they didn't even know what to expect." I love that. Right. I'm, like, I'm curious before we get into the game. I'm curious about so what happened where you had to impromptu make a lobster cappuccino dish? Like what? <laughs> what happened that day? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was a dinner party for like I guess twelve. 12, 10 to 12 people and you know they wanted lobster dish so it was obviously a, a lobster bisque mm. so you know mm. we, we get there you you want to elevate it okay so they said okay let's elevate some things let's mm. move some things around so we looked at that mm. i had some eggs on hand we made it we made a quick meringue and of course yeah. we had the truffle Mm. So you know, you think about it. Think about okay. And then I looked over. There's a an espresso machine. Okay, mm. it's okay. It's okay. Let's let's put this together. Let's put this two. <laughs> <laughs> you put. The, uh, I grab the cappuccino cup, yeah. lobster bisque. Okay, your egg white, your, your meringue takes the place of your whipped cream. Yep. And instead of uh, dusted uh, cocoa powder, you get mm. dusted truffle. So then you have the cappuccino. You know, and to for some, they would think, okay, this is a hard dish. I cannot do yeah. this, but it's a very easy and executable dish mm-hmm. that can be done very quick and easy. You know, yeah, okay. yeah that's you, exciting. You, <laughs> your leg work is making the bisque. That that's your leg work. Yeah, <laughs> once you get through that, oh, it's it's one, two, three. Then you just you just play that point. You just play <laughs> right. That's exciting. There it is. And I feel like that's when you, when you have moments like that, that's when you're really in your bag. Yeah. When you can see something and make an adjustment on the fly that could either change your business or change your life or just really kind of solve the immediate problem like you're right here right now. Exactly. Let's just rest real quick. And we've had certain moments like that where there's nothing a moment like that where we just try some stuff out and end up working really well. And like now we do that all the time. Definitely. I think our phone boards 
Like we, oh, bring, the little yeah. 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 Our, we, <laughs> we bring those things everywhere. Yeah. Like if we're, if we're shooting inside, we bring them everywhere. Yeah. Even we just always have them. And it's yeah, like, them, yeah. even if we don't use them, it's, it's such a game changer. They're almost as powerful as lights. Yeah. There is that, there is that kind of that calling or kind of the super ego, the kind of the world in your back of your head saying it has to be professional, it has to be yada, yada, yada. But what actually is professional is that people use whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> like, right, exactly. With like photos and film and like the like, video, it's people are kind of putting everything, as long as you can't see it in the camera, in the frame, you know what I mean? It's like. My it. favorite is seeing like old vintage film sets. Yeah. And all you see are just a bunch of guys holding random stuff. It's like somebody's <laughs> holding it. Yeah. The guys with the camera, and they're just like they're forcing it. They're just they're exactly. out there in the desert, and they're they're yeah. just they're just literally standing there, <laughs> like whatever the effect yeah, is. You go for it. It's, they're yeah. just making it. And what we you was watching this movie recently about this guy. It was like an anti-hero movie. Oh, and, Chronicle, yeah, yeah. And the guy had, was able to control things with his mm-hmm. mind and fly, and so he would like gesture like he was crumpling a piece of paper but he could like crush a car that way so he was like really burdened by this and all they did like literally i would say this mark is now now he can't watch movies without without <laughs> that guy. Yeah. and all he did was he like pushed his arm out and the person in the other room moved and i was like that's not even a special effect it's right that's yeah. just literally just we're just gonna time it one, two, three, go, right? Like, and, so, and the camera moves somewhere. It's a that's filmmaking. Like literally, it's not it. Right. It's not sometimes it's not that complicated. Like you mm. said, it's really just the creativity. And when mm-hmm. the impact is there, it's like nobody's gonna say, like, hell, oh, how did you do that? It's like I literally just went like this. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's not going to disclose that. Even those right. big projects, you know, they have those special effects where you wonder how they how they did it. Mm-hmm. They'll never tell you. It could be easiest thing. They'll never tell you. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna wait ten years for the re-release and be like, okay, well, and then they'll laugh like, about it in hindsight behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> is it time, Dwight? It is definitely time. It's time for a box. Box. Fingers, fingers, or bus, bus coming to a store near you soon. <laughs> Hit me up, Hasbro. Let's go. Sorry, <laughs> do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I can go first. So, rules of game, everybody know you know what it is. It's your boy. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, a bop is it's all right. The bop is all right. Banger is amazing. Ten out of ten. And a bust is get away from me. Get away from me. Say what? Like just get away from me. Get away from me. It was whack. That is a bust. <laughs> I always tell us. I always like describe it like this. A bust is you would go to work early to clock in, so you get like at least I'm get paid. Listen to this song. Like if you're in a lunch break, if you're in the break room, you just like I go to work early because the song's playing. I might as well get started because I'm gonna be here. <laughs> as well paid. So, okay, Jeff Ryan, boss bangers or bus, um, books, bangers. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have. 
<laughs> a lot, a lot of, a lot of ed- education in them. <laughs> so you gotta have. Mm. Right, that was my, that was my only. That was yours. That was my only good wow. one. Wow, buffs, bangers, Where's or bust, erasable pen. <laughs> That's a good one. That's actually a good one. That could be a bop. Mm-hmm. Definitely a bop. You know, you go with or without it. <laughs> yeah, it's not pretty messy. I don't even see them anymore. I'm wondering. I used to be all about the erasable pen. I was mm-hmm. like, this then fuck the game up. But then I realized they weren't really erasing all that well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but- <laughs> but I mean, do people really use it like that? Or right. everything's digital. Yeah. So true. What yeah. I started to do is I Stop feeling like I need to be a, like an adult and have a pen. I, I use pencils like all the time now. Like mm-hmm. more than I use a pencil because pens, the pens I like always leave. I always get the little ink stains on my finger. I'm, oh, I'm writing, yeah. and I, my, I tend to, I tend to touch the paper when I'm writing. <laughs> like in the, so I start using pencils more, and it feels more effortless. It's not that stark black on the page is not so jarring but what that is mentally <laughs> and then i can erase them real quick because you know what i mean because i don't i my brain sometimes is moving faster than sometimes i'm catching like yes i want to get stuff down real quick so i don't i can come back and process everything right that's my note taking stuff i just write like a little word or something here and i'll kind of when there's downtime i can kind of go back to it and fill it up and pens don't give you that complexity so i use i use my pencils I feel like you know that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where he's like, "Sell me this pen." <laughs> <laughs> you just you just sold them fuck out of pencils. That's how I go. You got you gotta have them. You know, I mean, like you say, just always writing something down quick. Like by my TV, I keep pens and post its right yeah. there. I see some on TV. It's an idea. Write it down, then I'll go back to it. Yeah. Yeah, so just, just gotta get it out. I don't forget because I want to, as a creative person, all those, all that creativity and those ideas come up. I want to honor all those things because when I have, when I need them actively do, I need them to come and be ready. They're like, oh, I'm gonna come here because you respect me when I come around. So I'm gonna come right. back. <laughs> right. Okay. Bop, spangers, or bus. Make it a good one. Not the, not the pressure. Wow, that's a pressure. Las Vegas a bus. Delta Airlines. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know the last time I flew Delta Airlines. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hmm. I would say Bops. Is that Bop? Bop. Bop. Yeah. Wow. Bop. That's a bop. Yeah. yeah. Do you follow the love actually you fly with? <laughs> Are you an American person? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I've done I've done Delta, I've done United, I've done American. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean those those are the top three that yeah. you know, I'll, I'll do the most. Interesting. Yeah. I never think to do American because they're always getting dragged on social media. And who can say, you know, social media can paint a picture, but I feel like every time I see somebody getting thrown out of a plane unjustly 
or getting profiled. Like that time that they like dragged that doctor out of his seat and he was like, I'm literally a doctor and I have to go to like to do this surgery. And like, it was just like some little mix up with like the seat that he was in and he like refused to get up because he was like, I can't miss this flight. So they like dragged him out and it was, they'd like apologize. It was a whole thing. This is a bad look. I know. I, I thought you were going to say Spirit Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like Spirit Airlines, they know who they are. Yeah, and we know who they are. And so. we know who they are. Right, true. And so there's, no one's there's surprised. another standing there. That it's kind of like McDonald's. Like McDonald's <laughs> is trying to be helped. They're not They're not like, look at this grilled cheese. McDonald's is like, you know you want these nuggets? But here, my, my thing is, we're like McDonald's, it's ultimately it is accessible for a lot of people because if you if you have to get to a flight if you want to get to get somewhere real quick relatively like in the area so if you're like in Atlanta and you got to get to I don't know Jacksonville Jacksonville or something real quick or you got to get to Charlotte real quick before something to happen or yeah we're going to see the Beyonce concert if you go on to do a thing real quick go to New Orleans it's great for that if it's you by yourself with a bag right then you're right. in there then you act then you're in there if you're trying to do something else you're trying to go across the country, you got the layovers, you're trying to do a bunch of stuff, then you probably want to go with another airline because now you're getting to the, this is where this air flight, this is where air, like air transport, <laughs> you're like, oh, he's like, oh, the layovers. That's why people don't fly because it's like a layover will make your trip like. As long as. Yeah, and then I'm sitting in a place here, I can't do anything. I can't leave in four hours and come back in time. I can't do yeah. anything. Right. So, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't had, I've flown them. I haven't had bad flights I'm, versus what people post online. Yeah, uh, nothing like that. Nothing, nothing not like that. People you know what? <laughs> we did see, it was on Delta too. Yeah. We saw this woman. I hope she got her bags. Oh, she was going off. He was going off. She pushed the stand. What? Pushed the stand. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, you were Denver and it was, it was in Seattle. It was, was more, it, it was Seattle? more recently. I think it was more. I think we were in Seattle. We were in some white town, okay. And this black woman, like they, there was a mix up with her carry on, like her carry on, and she was like, she was irate. She was. I mean, one degree away from violence. She yeah. was definitely throwing things. If she wasn't a black woman, I would have recorded her. Right. That's only to save her from me recording her. People were recording her. I was like, I'm not going to be a part of this. You, I don't know, <laughs> you know how airports are like kind of quiet, low-key? Yeah. Like, right. like nobody's really talking, and she's just going off. Where's my fucking bag? She pushes the, she pushes the monitor off the counter She's and knocking over monitor. I was like, like I was yeah. like, I was like, the only photo of her child is in that bag. Yeah, like, right. What could warrant? I was like, girl, it's just sunscreen. Let it go. No, it. I was. It had to be something worth fighting for because she fought for that bag. And the, you know, of course, the flight attendants are kind of disassociating at this point. They're kind of in that self protection mode. And I'm just watching this go down. And I was like, she's about to get arrested. Security is. Closing in. Like, I was like, "Yo, fuck around, get on the flight list." I wanted to be like, "Get this girl her bag." Like, what? Are we, <laughs> what are we waiting on? 
So, you know, Delta has some drama as well. <laughs> yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Bob's bangers or bust. Okay, I'm gonna try and make it a good one. I want to do food related. And I'm trying to think of what would be like a really <laughs> good one. Drawing this out, man. <laughs> hard, real hard. Bob? Double space in your S72. <laughs> How did you work this? <laughs> Bob's bangers or bus? Hand rollers. Huh? Like the hand roller. Like a pen? Like for dope? Like I a rolling like pen. A roller pen. Oh. Hmm? Yeah. Like a, like a rolling pen. Yeah. yeah. You need it. Banger. Definitely, definitely banger. Definitely a banger. Definitely. Hook for pasta? I watch you I don't want to make pasta. You need that. You need that. Well, I always felt like I needed like this, you know, the mechanical one mm. or like just like an actual roller, but I just I don't know something really oddly satisfying about rolling it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we we even used it for the uh, the Qatar. We made the pasta. Yeah, mm -hmm. the rolling pan. Yeah. Oh yeah, the biscuits. That was wild. That's some good pictures of those. Yeah. yeah. Beignets. A lot of different things. Yeah. Rolling pins. Those beignets. Yes. Yeah, I think we definitely. Well, we walk a lot because we don't have, we don't we don't have a car. Thank anymore. God we walk. Look at that first week of desserts. And I would just be like, hmm, you know how you have some stuff in the fridge and you just be like, we don't have a bite right now. And then I just found myself going to the fridge just like several times. A lot more. I'm like, I'm not eating. I'm not eating. I'm not gonna feel bad about eating. I'm gonna eat it and, and then move on. Like I'm also my, I am a really healthy person. You know what I mean? Like. I, <laughs> I, I, I am really active. I, we go on long walks with dog. We go on long walks. We walk everywhere. We eat like fresh vegetables. We cook a lot of stuff at home. I'm baking bread now. I'm like, I'm not, a, I'm not like a trash. I don't eat like trash food. You yeah. know what I mean? I like eating chips all day and like grapes to be like, I don't know why I can't, why I got no energy. I got <laughs> <laughs> all those chips. I love chips and grapes. <laughs> but, they're, but they're snacks and that's not a meal. Um, right. Okay. Your turn. Bops, bangers, or bust. I had it. Um, chicken liver pate. Oh, not the hesitation. <laughs> that's a for for that's that's a personal answer. For me, I would say banger. Yeah, because everyone doesn't like chicken liver, so yeah. that's kind of it's kind of um, a personal one for for each each person. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely it's a banger. We buy a lot of whole chicken, a lot of whole yeah. duck. And so I'm going to use everything. I'm going to eat the right. wings. I'm going to take the skin. I'm going to probably use duck fat. I'm going to make some fries out of it, the chicken skin. I'm going to make some some like flatten the chicken skins, the crispy chicken skins. Mm -hmm. And with the carcass, I'm going to make some bomb ass stock out of it. <laughs> like, Do you know what we started doing? 
we started buying the chicken nets. Oh yeah, the chicken nets. Yeah, chicken nets are important. It's actually so good. Like I, yeah. I was using it for a stock, and then one day I was just looking at it, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> looking at it, using it. I was like, this looks really good, yeah. and and like I remember I put it on my plate. Yeah. And then you got jealous. Well, obviously, like, if you put something on your plate, it's not on my plate. Obviously, I'd be like, what do you... You're like, <laughs> this how come I don't have any... This supposed to be a relationship. It's a 50-50. For the share. You know? <laughs> it's the dynamic, right? And you had to sneak it by me. Like, There'll be stuff that, like... like this is, and you brought it to my attention because I didn't even think I was doing this. They'll be like, I'll cook a dish. And then there's one little change I'll make for myself that I assume no one else wants. So it's like, this is just my little quirk. This is my little weird thing. And then Tavari's like, how come I don't have that extra sauce? What is that extra sauce on it? How come you have more olive oil than me? Like, and I was like, no, no, no. It's just, just, you're not going to like it. And he's like, are you trying to play me right now? Ask me. I was like, trying to play you. Hey, secrets. That's what I know with the chicken neck. Yeah, how about trust you? You over here sneaking food on the plate? What are we doing? This is something sacred. Yes. (laughs) It's that FOMO. I'm scared of missing out. I'm actively missing out. Like I'm actually. (laughs) But don't don't miss out on turkey necks as well. Turkey necks. Uh, Turkey necks and seafood boils. Mmm, killer. Okay. You know what? I might have to because I still ain't found pigtails. Yeah. No. I still ain't found it. Probably they drive somewhere for it. They must might be in Venice. I'm gonna have to get it delivered. Yeah. yeah. You might. I think you have to source out and get that delivered to you. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard to be a Jamaican in LA. <laughs> it's hard. It is. Damn. Okay, yeah, one more. It's the last one. I have one more? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Bops, bangers, or bust? I can imagine. (laughs) She's praying over there. Like, I'm literally, I'm literally praying. Lord, Lord, let me find something. 12.55, you know. Bangers or bust cooking competition shows. Mm. That's a good one. Mm. Bops. Yeah. Mm. Bops. Some are good. Mm-hmm. Some are bust. <laughs> <laughs> some are good, some are bust. We watch a yeah. lot of cooking competition shows. Yeah. And because we also like <laughs> That's it's entertaining. We, it's entertaining. We are, and this, that's what we like to like talk shit. Like we'll watch the more serious stuff, and be, I think it's because we are in that. I guess we're in the industry that it's like I want to see these. I want to see people kind of like I want to see the drama of Gordon being like it's raw in the middle. And <laughs> I'm like, why are you throwing it's in the fucking state, bro? So dramatic. Yeah. But we just we just finished Master Chef. Mm-hmm. Okay. I won't say any names, mm-hmm. but, and I won't say what season, but the person that won, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say this is, this has happened consistently mm-hmm. over the years. The person that won, I felt like they weren't the best cook. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were, when they messed up, they didn't go home. Right. 
People, people were messed up. They were that? getting pushed through. That's the then they thing. made it to the finale. And I was like, they, they did the best in the finale. I disagree. Then you have last, the last season mm-hmm. before that, it was the same thing. I was like, okay, I get why she made it to the finale. Mm-hmm. I don't get why she won. Right. I don't. So I don't I know. Think, I think the thing about those shows and how the commission work is, is not at all cumulative. It's so, not. Because it's, it's day like, by day. Yeah, because if you can be going four or five weeks straight going in, have a mess up and have the worstest that week and you going home. And yeah. that's kind of, that's, that's where I think that the show is, you're not, it's like you don't get the best of the best from there. You get people who know how to like, well, I guess you kind of get people who know how to get by and, and, and survive because- I think it should be cute. But they're kind of, yeah, they also kind of play kind of safe. And shout out to uh, Hoochie Daddies, the TV show on Tubi. Season <laughs> one. I can't wait for season two. But the way they had their competition set up was that they had a season-long competition. There's one thing that you start at the beginning, and at the end, we'll check back and see what social media has it, and you'll get five free points or whatever. But mm-hmm. every other competition, you got to get points. So it's a, it's much so of a, goes home. it's much more of a marathon than it is. You did you did bad this week, even though you're obviously the best chef, and these people can never. Right. That's yeah. on Top Chef too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kills me on Top Chef where people will just have one bad day or they'll get into restaurant wars or yeah. whatever. And it's like, right. I feel like they're just trying to knock out the stronger cooks sometimes so for the story. Yeah. yeah. And what it's mean, like, bro, what if we just it, had the best chef win? Yeah. Like, what right. if what if the person who genuinely makes the best food could yeah. just win? Like, what yeah. imagine that stuff. But they, they gotta they gotta sell it. Yeah. They gotta yeah. sell yeah. it. Yeah. That's the thing. And it's not to say everybody's not talented, but it's just like for me, it's it's that's a tough pill for me to swallow always is that it's not about being the best. Yeah. <laughs> on, on one hand, it's kind of like a relief because yeah. when you're not the best, you're like, okay, well, I guess I don't need that. Yeah. But then sometimes when you are the best, you're like, why isn't it about that? Right. Well, I think uh top chef, I think you're better off being in the top five. Yeah. yeah. Instead of winning, mm-hmm. uh, because the the winner, there's so much pressure that's amounted on them. You know, your food has to be on point every single day. You can't have an off day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And people are looking at you, and people are like, "Oh, he, I saw him on." Da 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 da. And it's like they, people don't realize that it's a business at the end of the day. Like I worked for a chef who was in the. He was a. Fin- a finalist in Top Chef, he came in second, mm-hmm. second or third. And people were always like, where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? I was like, Kevin is a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> and this is his sixth business. Yeah. And he has a team of operators that uh, execute on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. He is not yeah. here. He he might come in an expo on a Saturday just to yeah. feel like he's doing something. But like, <laughs> he's he is a visionary now like he's not in the kitchen grinding and so people Mm -hmm. don't understand what that looks like sometimes or and a lot of artists too struggle with that where they feel like oh you know i need to be the one to create Mm -hmm. and it's like this is how you get paid for your art this is what that Mm -hmm. looks like so it's interesting to see kind of how people like even Joe Santos, like he yeah. went the the pro the e-commerce oh, yeah. just yeah, he went the e-commerce route where he started mm-hmm. selling physical products. So it's interesting to see how people use the platform to like 
forward and things like that. But I mean, it's a platform. It's a, it's a route. It's definitely, and it's entertaining. Well, it's, it's finding those pieces that, that really complete the brand, make it look like you're there, but you ain't there. Right. Which is the, which is the hardest part. So finding great talent is is very key to really uh for those guys to to uh, succeed for any of them you know so the top chefs the even your your top level chefs the flays emerald yeah. Lagasse, all all those guys you know great team around them yeah that's why you don't see them in the cooking competition no you don't see, <laughs> you don't see them oh, he does a lot he's but. saying that he, which is, it's, I think he, it, I get the feeling that he's having fun with it yeah. because I feel like for you to keep coming back mm-hmm. to it, it's because it's fun or it's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or both. Yeah. I want to beat him. It's like people love competition, like, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it keeps him sharper too. Yeah. Cause he's like, actually, cause there've been a few people who have actually beat him, which mm-hmm. is always fun to see. Yeah. And I feel like it's funny because it's like he can't lose. It's his show. <laughs> right. But he can't. There's, there's things he can't do. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I've seen chefs try to match him with like Southwest cuisine. And I, I don't even watch it because it's, it's not even fair. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, Flay's going to kill you. Versus, yeah. okay, Flay trying to make sushi. Mm-hmm. We know he, that's not his, that's not his strength, his wheelhouse. So he gets killed on that. So there's different cuisines, French, some French, some Italian, some Southern, some Mexican that he gets destroyed. Mm. And so I've seen chefs really tear, tear him up, tear a lemon. Up. That's, that is the way. That yeah. is absolutely the way. Is really just figuring out, okay, what are my weak points? And also highlight other chefs who are like, they might not have my platform, but... Right. When people come on there and they're like, oh, I've been doing this 20 years or, you know, I, and it's like, okay, great. Now here's your, here's your chance to like show what you've been doing all this time. And right. It's a fun show. Like I definitely was surprised at how, like, I don't want to say legit because obviously it's legit, but <laughs> I thought it was going to be really corny and yeah. it's actually really fun. It's a really fun show. Really really fun show. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chef Ryan, <laughs> what do you have to promote to our audience? Yeah, it's, it's coming out tomorrow, so you know. And then you want to plug? Ain't no one to plug. Yeah. Well, obviously, you you can look for the cookbook soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, once once we get that up, we're gonna uh, talk about talk about that and post that. Mm-hmm. But now you can um, order the spices online yep. on my website. Do it. Do yourself a favor. Rondino Culinary Designs. Dot com pick mm-hmm. up a set of three pick up a set of six Let's go. Um, i mean we just in time for the holidays so yeah now it's time to pick it up you want to bring that dish to the family you know try to change thanksgiving around a change bit. the game change That's thanksgiving good. you know if you want your dish to have that secret sauce what, what you, what this you is the secret yeah, like yeah. this is the thing that no matter what your dish will taste better than the next person if you got a Friendsgiving, you're doing a potluck, and you want to just... And you want that clout? You want that clout? Hey, also download the app, my food culture app. We got a lot of recipes on there. You want, you want that clout? I do. I know. It's a food, wow. food culture app. What is it? Food culture. 
We are going into the tech. Hold on, let me. Let me I'm, I'm on still. I'm on, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on, on the camera. We're not going on my phone. We're on the camera. We doing Android, Apple, whatever you have. Yeah. <laughs> Where can the uh, can the folks find you? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Nola Chef Two Twelve. Find me on Facebook, Randino Spice Collection, and uh, Randino Culinary Designs. Mm -hmm. I'm on TikTok, underscore food culture. I'm on YouTube. Uh, look me up at food culture. Tell a dog I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm ready to play now. Yeah. Let's play. Take me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So add, of course, my website, RandinoCulinaryDesigns.com. Oh, oh, my gosh. But um yeah, thanks for joining us today on the Picture Happy Music Podcast. Um yeah. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>so much for listening to this episode and rocking with us if you really like the episode please leave us a five-star review every review means so much to us Can't wait to see you next